Welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, where three friends drink alone together. My name's Kiwi. What up? It's Tud. And I'm Obert. And welcome, Kiwi. Hola. Uh, new Tud. Bonjour. I know. I feel <laughs> I like this she's is... new Chris today. It, it's weird because I Tud and I don't get to be on the podcast that often together. Usually I'm here uh-huh. and I'm I'm taking Tud's spot and I'm new Tud. But now actually I kind of want to like just shine as Kiwi. Like new Chris is kind of like a downgrade from just being mm. Kiwi. You know what I mean? That's true. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lateral move to be new Tud, but you don't want to go down and be Chris. You want to be Kiwi. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like my gameplay here. I've, I've, I've headlined, I've started the podcast off, and this is my new era of taking reign and control. <laughs> and ultimately, okay. ultimately, each episode does need to have its designated Twitch streamer. So you should, you have we to take have that mantle. that role. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. So uh, thank you for having me. I know it's been like a little hot minute. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, we heard you were determined to get here, no matter how ill you felt or uh, whatever other technological obstacles were in your way. I mean, I'm I'm currently sitting in a hotel room in the middle of bumfuck Pennsylvania with a uh, you know pretty allergic reaction going on all over my body, and I'm still here. Yeah, you're starting to look like that uh, that blueberry person from uh, from Willy Wonka. So <laughs> Baruch, just... Bar- Baruch Assault, I yeah, think. Yeah, maybe. there you go. So just calm down a little bit, and let's like. It's raining in a little bit there, Kiwi. <laughs> I know. I, I, you, you, she actually really did. That scene terrified me as a child. That left a lot of trauma. That and the scene when they're in the tunnel and the chicken gets its head cut off. I don't remember that I don't scene. remember that scene. <laughs> yeah, in Willy Wonka, there's like, they're in the tunnel. I know the when boat, they go in the tunnel. And yeah, it's yeah, like flashing yeah. images. One of it's like a chicken getting its head cut off. Really? Oh, God. 99% sure. The, traumatizing. The movie that scared me as a little kid was uh, The Brave Little Toaster. I don't know why. That the movie was fucked up. The Brave scared the hell out of me. Well, there's the, tra- like the trash compactor scene. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that scared me. The, the vacuums always scared me. Doesn't one of them, movie. Doesn't one of them just like full on just end their, end their, end their existence by choice? Does I think it? so. But again, it's been probably over two decades since I saw that movie. <laughs> I want to rewatch it. I just remember it was genuinely way too traumatizing for a child. That one and um, what's the one where like the off-brand Russian Disney princess, but it's not Disney, so it's like bootleg Anastasia. That's, okay, is that isn't that Disney? No. Oh, I thought that was Disney. The whole I'm but, I'm learning things at 35 years old. The villain. Why is Anastasia so so traumatizing? <laughs> the villain Lily burns. His entire skin off, screaming, blood-curdling screen, and just, like, as a skeleton. That's messed up. Whoa. And, like, I'm pretty sure, like, and then you, you when you find out that, like, Anastasia never lives, like, that's also a little traumatizing, too. Like, teeny tiny bit. Uh, spoilers. Sorry, I mean... Yeah, it, I was just gonna go watch it. It came out in, like, 1995. Y- you've had enough time. 97. I had two, two whole more years. You've already Googled it? Google, I have. Google melting skin with that. See what... See what comes up. I just had I had to figure out like I did not believe that it wasn't a Disney movie, but Kiwi's right. No, it's like what it's like it? a bootleg. What is it? It's bootleg. It's Russian Disney. I see. Red Disney is the publisher. <laughs> no, I. It does not. Uh, IMDb does not make this e- easy to find out who published it. Um, I'm it's, sure. However, you spell Disney in acrylic letters. 
I'm pretty sure I did hear some type of rumor or read some type of rumor and also like I could be imagining this just like I'm probably imagining the chicken getting its head cut off but I also think that's real um that Disney is going to get be purchasing Anastasia or something like that from the bootleg so it was, company it was published by Fox Family Films and Fox Animation Studios and distributed by 20th 20th Century Fox so I believe I believe Disney now owns it because they bought 20th Century Fox okay Hopefully. The movie for me that was traumatizing as a child was um, I saw not the entirety of Terminator 2, but I did see the scene where they go back in time and, well, the whole thing, he's gone back in time. But he goes to use like a sniper rifle to shoot the guy who creates Skynet. And um, after that, as a child, I was traumatized that like someone was outside my window with a laser sniper, laser scope sniper rifle about to shoot me in the head. Yeah, traumatizing. Yeah. And it's like, that was, I think, the only scene of the movie I saw. And then if you, I watched it as an adult. And after that, like, the the guy survives. He doesn't get shot. Um, But I think I I left the room before I got to that part. And it just, you know, stuck with me, scarred me for life. No big deal. No, that one's, I can see that. I mean, I had a, I remember, and especially because it's fitting because I'm in a hotel now. But I remember being in, um, watching some horror movie where, like, the guy opens up the peephole to, like, or, like, goes up to the peephole to look through the hotel window door because, like, someone knocked and then just, like, a sharp object, like, went through the the peephole in the hotel door and, like, stabbed them through the skull. So I never look through peepholes anymore. Oh, I have a newfound (laughs) fear now. (laughs) You're welcome. PSA. That's like a real like adult adult fear now. No, like that's like a <laughs> that's that's one I would be really worried about. It's I still won't do it to this day. I refuse. I have video cameras on all my doors, so I don't have to look. That's why yeah. When Kiwi goes to a hotel and someone knocks, she just doesn't answer. I won't. I literally won't answer. Hey, I pretend I'm not safe. in here. Yeah, but no. so if you go if you go eerily quiet on this call, we should just assume somebody's knocking at your door. Please, I hope not. Maybe. I really hope not. That'd be actually really scary. <laughs> It's just us. We've come to visit you. No. Oh, I did tell you where I'm staying <laughs> earlier too. Shit. That's true. Yeah. Uh, no. So, so you're you're breaking out in hives in a crummy hotel in a uh, crummy town, but at least you have a good beer to make it all somewhat better. I think I do. I've heard wonderful things about this for uh, all the Pennsylvania listeners out there. Um, I'm having some Fathead Brewery, and uh, I'm having their Headhunter award-winning India Pale Ale. I've heard wonderful things about this IPA. It's just, a, you know, it's a simple IPA, but it's supposed to be one of the better ones out there for sure. Have you guys heard of them at all? I have not. No. Is this like a Western Pennsylvania thing? Um, they are... An eerie Pennsylvania thing. I'm just kidding. Apparently... <laughs> I thought they were from PA, but it was brewed in cans in Middleburg Heights, Ohio. But I could have sworn this was a Pennsylvania brewery. Ohio is basically West Pennsylvania. So Ohio's not real, so they just you're forgiven. <laughs> yeah, Ohio isn't real. So hey, next more train derailments in Ohio just might not be real anymore. <laughs> they actually may not be real anymore. Um, so well, you know, in in and around the Ohio non-existent reality that Erie, Pennsylvania falls into, I have picked up Fatheads Brewery <laughs> Headhunter IPA. Um, it's an aggressively hopped West Coast IPA as well. Nice. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's all I got. You want me? Should I, be, should I be drinking first? Is this my segue? Well, at this at this point, you've you've teased it so much, we can't just move on. You gotta you gotta just crack that sucker open. It'd be really weird if one of us was like, "Well, I'm gonna drink first. <laughs> yeah, okay, now I'm gonna go. <laughs> now that Kiwi told us all about what she's drinking tonight. 
I've never heard of this brewery before. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've they, heard amazing things about them and I, they, they're, it says they're award winning. And I, I know, I mean, at least in the beer community in Buffalo, I think this, this brewery has made it out there by now. Um, shame on me, smack my hand. I've never really had them. So I know like they're known for their like bumblehead blueberry honey ale. Um, but they're also that they're like their West Coast IPA is one of the better ones out there. So I'm finally, you know, now that spoiler alert, I no longer work in the beer industry. I can go and try a bunch more things. Not tied wow. to one particular brewery. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to spoil then, the, you know, let the listeners in on the news, but you're out. You're out of the beer industry. I'm out, and I don't want to derail anything, because I'm sure we could talk about it later. But Speaking of Ohio. <laughs> Speaking of Ohio. Um, but yeah, I, I did leave the beer industry, you know. Um, we've And we've talked about a lot of issues that I've had in the beer industry right. for, you know, past couple podcasts. Go back and listen to those episodes, you know. Kumquat and a Peach and <laughs> Todd Universes Collide. I don't, I don't remember the title name. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably it yeah. something like that um but no i mean we i've talked for a while about uh just the issues that are within working in the beer industry and frankly like my mental health just was plummeting after 10 years of just dumb little things that pile up and then i had some big things that pile up and you know some like lawyer investigations that thing that i did but like I was on the receiving end of, and you can only take so much, you know, you can think you're a strong-willed person, but you can only take so much. And I thought, you know, I think this is like my time to take a step back, especially because my brewery ended up getting purchased. It was a whole thing. It was really a whole thing. My brewery got purchased and then they were no longer independent. And then I had, you know, the corporate overlord type of beer world coming back into my life. And as cool as they try to be, they're still corporate beer. And it just, it was really just devolving into something that wasn't bringing me joy anymore and kind of bringing my relationship with alcohol into a negative light. And I couldn't have beer for, I think, like two months after I ended up leaving because I was just so miserable from it. So I went over into the uh, publishing industry from from beer to books and uh, definitely mental health wise, I'm feeling a lot better from all of that. Um, entertainment wise, really boring job. You know, I'm, I'm a plain Jane now. Uh, <laughs> much but... different. Books are books provide a much different type of entertainment than uh, than beer, I would assume. Yeah, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask you to bring a book on to review today instead of a beer, but it seems like this is gonna be more interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, I could, I could talk about you know child, child lifespan development and the emotional, uh, the emotional development, neurological phases that. Oh, hot, hot seller right now. Hot seller. Yeah. New edition just dropped. seems like riveting, yeah, riveting fourth, podcast. The fourth edition is will just blow your mind. The things that they did. Yeah. No. Exactly. So. Um, <laughs> So should we, instead, <laughs> should we make an audio book and where each one of us reads uh, one of one or each one of us reads every third word the whole time? That sounds yeah, not distracting at all. Yeah, um, I I would not want to you know dig my finger into my my eardrums and scratch them out by listening to that at all. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyways, it's, it's one of the best segments is when I read things on the podcast. I can't imagine oh, yeah. me reading a textbook would be any and more I think suffering. That, I think. You're only allowed to have one take, too. You're not allowed to go back and, and fix any of your mistakes. Can you imagine me finding a word that I just couldn't read and just like, yep, this is it. That, that's it. You know what, Todd? I can't imagine that. I think we all can. 
Honestly, though, I'd be just as much. I, I would, I'm not going to rip on Todd there because I, I mess up words all the time. It's like a very big thing within my uh, my Twitch stream. By the way, did you know I'm a Twitch streamer? <laughs> you are. Sorry, yes. I'm just channeling my inner Chris here. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> but no, um, it's been just, I, I've known that I've had uh, like a speech impediment. Like I grew up with one as a kid and then when I had a bunch of concussions. I had to go to a speech therapist to like re, more for like memory sequence sake. But um, yeah, I've always had like a little bit of a problem with like speech therapy things. And uh, one of the things I really can't do well together are like R's and W's very close. Um, so my Twitch community always makes fun and redeems that like, you know, cause I'll have something where I like, I can like do like a Kiwi radio and I'll, I'll read a sentence and they always just redeem. Sorry, I'm preparing myself here. Real, w- real rear wheel drive. I can't say that. Rear wheel drive. Rear okay. wheel drive. Yeah. How about like real world news? Real world news. Well, there you go. That was pretty good. Yeah, the I world... know how, huh? I know you're going to hate this, but I have a suggestion for you. Okay. With your inability to say W's and R's, mm-hmm. perhaps you should move to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> no. God, no. I would rather I would rather embarrass myself but with how they are. Everything's it's just a when W. Solved the problem. Yeah, yeah. Completely solved. You'd blend in with the public. Oh God. <laughs> no, I would rather I would rather suffer. It's only when the words are like sequential next to each other is when I really can trip them up a little bit. Um, the RWD driving one really, really, really is like a, a, uh-huh. a main offense one for sure in my life. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. Um, but all these, uh, these speech impediments are, are making me thirsty. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to crack this beer open and I'm, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to, I'm going to get into my review. There you go. I'm, I'm going to show Obert a picture of the can just so he's a, just so he can see. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's blue. It's got the uh, uh, Mister Mister Large Head. I don't want to call him fat. Like I feel, you know, he's 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 fine. He's got a little bit of body weight, but you know, like I feel like in twenty twenty three, you can't call someone fat, even though that's the name of the, the brewery. Um, he has a quadruple chin. <laughs> he does. Yeah. As Cartman, as Cartman from South Park would say, he's just big boned. Um, but yeah, he's got like. <laughs> Two little pigtails with some beads, and he's looking a little tribal. Um, and now that I'm realizing with like the name Headhunter and the the spears and the native native wear on him, I feel like you know 2023 would also not appreciate this. Um, yeah, this, this Headhunter is <laughs> about to be canceled any minute. Headhunter's really about. I just realized the name too, and I'm like, huh, this is this is okay. Well. <laughs> Yeah, a beer from a different era, maybe. Big old fat white man with the, uh, what's Charlie Chaplin mustache? Some sunglasses and some cultural appropriation on the side. Um, I'm glad that you and, picked out Charlie and, and, Chaplin there, because I would have said somebody else that also should be canceled in 2023. Yeah, that, that mustache also is not. Yeah, all, all around, so far, can-wise and logo-wise, I mean, the logo is fine. The logo is like a normal chubby white man but this one is you know i I, it's an interesting take um (laughs) as a chubby white man i give you permission to make fun of the chubby white man on the kit the (laughs) kit well you know he took it too far but uh anyways i'm gonna take a quick sip here all right so it could be the dinky little um plastic mouthwash uh cup that i poured my beer into because that's all i have resources (laughs) available at the hotel but 
I was expecting more aggressive and, you know, it could be the vessel I poured it into. Um, I'm going to give a quick look at the brew date here. I'm assuming it's fresher. It says it's from February 21st, 2023. So not, not old. Bad. That's not old. Yeah. Not old. Um, yeah, not as aggressive as I was expecting it to. When I think West Coast, you know, like I really want like a strong profile to present itself in front of me. And it's, it's mid. I'd give it a like a, a straight five on the scale here. Um, so a five little, out of ten. A f- yeah, not an untapped five, you know. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying that the the tagline of it being uncivilized and aggressive is false. The logo the logo is very uncivilized. It's definitely not 2023 appropriate. Um, but the beer the beer is it's mid. I'll give it that. And like I'm a little disappointed because I've heard a lot of great things about this beer. Um. And that, I guess that was back in the day when West Coast was still popping and, you know, kind of, kind of predominant in the industry before the Juicy Haze craze really took effect. Uh, but yeah, it's not, I don't know. It's just, it's, a, it's all right. It's a, it's a decent beer. It, it's, I eat, as Chris would say, it I eat, but. It's, it's <laughs> mid, just like Ohio. Just like Ohio. The aggressiveness isn't real. It's, you know. <laughs> Ohio's just catching strays, <laughs> right? No, yeah. I mean, also like the you know the, the lack of it's very you know lacking any form of carbonation whatsoever. It's retaining a head, and again, I do need to preface this is sitting in a three ounce plastic mouthwash cup I got from my hotel room, so it has it has that. Going I would on. just drink it out of the can. Yeah, does it taste better point, out of the be can? Honest. Well, yeah. I, I poured it so I could look at the color. So I will take another swig from the can. Right. But the color is is basically what you would entirely expect out of um, a Pilsner, but like notch it down on the color scale, like point plus two for uh, golden, like golden amberish. You know what I mean? Um, so but is still- the T Rex finding you in it? Yeah, because you hide from a T Rex that was staring at you through the spear. No, not not in the slightest. You're you're fucked. Um, no. But uh, let me let me take a quick sip out of the can. Maybe maybe the mouthwash cup is probably not doing it some justice. Uh, yeah, I was wondering if she was going to go to the uh, ice bucket next. Drink it out of that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will say, say- I give you credit for not drinking out of like the glass, like an actual like physical glass in the hotel room because i can never i can never bring myself to do that no i'm literally sitting here having a full-blown allergic reaction just from touching a towel in a hotel room do you think i'm gonna drink out of a glass (laughs) the world is your oyster you're the one who used a towel i washed my hands what was i supposed to do pants yeah actually that's that's logically and statistically proven to be the best alternative and the cleanest alternative to drying your hands in the bathroom. People have done culture swabs of like the air, the towels, the regular blow dryers that like you would press the button and then put your hand underneath. And then the ones that you put your hand in like downwards that doesn't touch anything. And all of the methods create bacterial and germs except for the good old air dry handshake slash like i mean you could put on your own clothing but your own clothing might have bacteria so the best thing to do is just air shake it and move on with your life Hmm. this is a real this is a real study did you read it in a textbook uh i did not read it (laughs) (laughs) getting real bored in the hotel room (laughs) the the funny thing is i i'm not a reader in the slightest video games don't read instructions. Hate, I skip tutorials. 
Uh, I don't read rules in board games. I hate doing it. That's what Mr. Kiwi does. He reads every single rule for me. Um, I hate doing it. I just, I lose attention and it, it ain't it for me. And uh, so the fact that like I sell textbooks, everyone like genuinely makes fun of me for this now because they're like, you don't read. Like I listen to audiobooks. <laughs> I, 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 I get through books, but I, I listen to audiobooks. Hey, at least yeah. you find a way to get through books. I, I just listen to podcasts. That's true. I listen to podcasts too. You know, my favorite one out there is uh, drinking drinking together with friends. Um, new competitor that just came out recently where the, the friends are actually oh, yeah. in the room together. <laughs> the, the, the hot new podcast just dropped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I kid, I kid. But um, yeah, I took, I took a swig from the can. I will say it's a little better from the can. It's... I'd give it like a good seven and a half out of 10. I'm not doing untapped yet because like my mind just isn't ready to logistically process that because it doesn't, it's not logical, but it's definitely like a beer I I could buy a six pack of and and have, you know, it does leave that like classic West coast bitterness palette a little more from the can. Um, It's not wowing me. Like I definitely think there's better West coast IPAs out there for sure, but it's, it's definitely better from the can. I think my um, mouthwash cup was not doing so hot there. So uh, seven and a half out of 10, but not on the untapped scale. So now if you had to translate that to untapped, what would translate you Translate that untapped personally. See, untapped, I would give it like a 3.75. Okay. And Let's... I feel like that's not a seven out of 10. Well, well that is a seven and a half out of 10. Yeah, seven so and a half out of 10. You're right in line. Yeah. Why am I not <laughs> picking this up properly? 3.5 plus 3.5 is seven. No, 3.75. Oh, yeah, that's where you get your seven and a half from. Right. Don't worry about it. It's a good thing that uh, you're selling textbooks and not doing math textbooks. I don't sell math textbooks. So, you know, that... that it, it, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> okay, well, I would give it a 3.75 out of five All right. on Untapped. And if I was to pick... Can I so hear how many ratings are? A lot of are? check-ins. Yeah, do you want to know how many check-ins? There's uh, one... I'm expecting a lot. 125,294 check-ins. I can't believe I've never heard of this beer, by the way, for it being this popular. Yeah, that's It's very popular. Check-ins. I've definitely heard about it for like a long time, the brewery. I've only ever like had their Bumbleberry Blue Honey Ale or whatever. Um, but I've never had their actual IPA, but I've always heard great things about this one. I'm going to give it untapped-wise. I'm going to say a 4.07. So, uh... You are right to go up, which is interesting. So I want to know more about that. But it is a 3.95. I'm going to take that. Pretty good guess. That might be one of my best guesses I've had. (laughs) Why did you go up? I'm curious. Um, Just because of popularity. You know, I'm I'm thinking of the classic, most people are going to give this a four. And like, you know, I, I thought it'd be a little bit more upwards. Um, but again, just one for one, Ohio isn't real, but if it was real, this is probably the best thing since sliced bread to Ohioans. Ohio, Ohioans? Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Um, cause I, I mean, outside of that, I can't really think of anything else in Ohio outside of like Great Lakes or Rheingeist, maybe. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> so, I don't even know what Great Lakes is. I don't know if I've had that. Isn't uh, that other stupid, not stupid, uh, uh, isn't that other brewery there that, um, oh, what the hell's the name of it? Oh, but we had, we had beers from them. Uh, they make the fruited things. 450? Yeah. For, 420, is it 420 or 450? The, I, 450 North? Yeah, I, yeah. I've 
Never had them. I saw them out here. Um, and I was going to pick one up, but the flavor profile just looked not appealing in the slightest to me. Um, so I didn't do that, but I ended mm. up going with this one. Because, yeah, that... again, I hadn't had it before. So I was like, you know, I've always heard about this one. I think that is one, 450, too. 450 North is from uh, Indiana. Oh, so Ohio yeah. doesn't even have that. No, Ohio <laughs> doesn't have that. Um, no, I mean, like, I've heard about this beer for a long time in the industry. And I, I gotta say, like, I've at least known about Headhunter for six years, I want to say. Um, yeah. So, like, it's established so, and it's definitely, like, was a talk, you know, in my area before it even came to my area. And I can only imagine so it, it's, it's exciting for Ohioans. Oh, oh, Ohioans. <laughs> Expanding on that, it's, uh, looking at the untapped here, it says that it won the World Beer Cup Silver Medal in 2016, uh, Great American Beer Fest Silver in 2010, Bronze 2011, National IPA in 2012 and 2010. So it's definitely a beer of that that era, kind of like what you were talking about when you were reviewing this of like it being mid. Because like I can see in my mind the beers that were like, you know, brand new and exciting on the West Coast IPA scene in 2010. Yeah. Now, now are kind of like, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, you, you reflect and you're like, yeah, this was definitely pro- like probably super balanced and tasty for back then. And I won't lie, like having more sips, I, I am enjoying it. Like it's not, it's definitely better out of the, the plastic mouthwash cup. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's just definitely like, like up to the date in 2023. It's just not, it's not hitting up to par. Like even just for like a classic West Coast style, you know what I mean? Like not all the bells and whistles that IPAs have with them now. Like there still are ones that are just an IPA that are done very, very well. You know what I mean? It walks so other breweries yeah. could run. Right. I'm, I'm imagining this being very similar to like a Torpedo or like a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and just not being as good. Yeah. You know, like if you like, you're going to like maybe it's something you had like 10 years ago and you're all excited to rehab it. And you're like, why did I love this so much? <laughs> yeah, it's just okay. It's just, right. it's just tight. But also that's, that's, that's it for me there with this one. Um, Yeah, no, definitely not bad. Uh, I drink it again. It fucks. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Todd, do you want to do you want to drink next? Sure. So my beer this week actually does come from Pennsylvania. So uh, unlike Kiwi, who tried to pick a Pennsylvania beer and instead picked a beer from Ohio, um, I have one from Stickman Brews uh, called Store Bought Is Fine. So if as as we've heard in this podcast, I'm all about buying beers that look like they're plain cans. Well, this can is just. A white label that says store-bought is fine in big block letters. Um, Double India Pale Ale, 8% ABV. Just plain old can that. This is the entire reason I bought it was because the can intrigued me sitting on the shelf at Whole Foods. Looks very plain. Hopefully it doesn't taste plain. Um, This beer is out of some some city in Pennsylvania that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. It starts with an R. Uh, Rochester. Nope. All right, now I got to do it. Royers Ford? Royers Ford? Totally is right. I think it's Royers You got it entirely right. Are you you just messing with me now? Yes. All right. Listen, (laughs) I don't know how you Pennsylvanians pronounce things, or you Midwesterners. The the state has adopted you at this point, Kiwi. You know, I mean, I'm probably the most exciting thing to happen since I've gotten in here, and I'm I'm speaking for the Ohioans, because they can't speak because they're not real, so it's all good. I feel like they need to come up with a better name than Ohioans as their state. I don't name. know if it's real or not, but I don't know what else you would call them. Ohioers. That one sounds better. Um, well, 
I think we need a special guest to help us out to figure out the T-Rex scale. I think, uh, I don't know if the three of us could do it. Maybe, uh, Chris, why don't you, you help us out with the T-Rex scale here? It's, uh, it's, illumi- it's illuminate, illuminating. I don't know. I think the T-Rex would get blinded by the amount of light that's being reflected in that glass yeah, right now. Yeah, it's definitely not finding you in it. It's just, you're going to be able to dodge from the amount of light that's blinding it. Um, well, welcome to the podcast, Chris. <laughs> Thanks. Hi. I was What's, at work for like two extra hours. It's, it was real cool. Yeah, that's always fun. fun. <laughs> I tried filling up the I, whole time guys, here, and I, I didn't even notice you got in here, Chris. Like, I, I really, I thought I had top pedestal. I am, I am very sneaky. It's, uh, it's one of, it's one of the things everybody says about me when they meet me. They're like, "Oh, that Chris, he's so easy to miss. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a presence." Um, at all we have so. decided Ooh. that uh kiwi is the new official twitcher of the pod yes did you know i'm a twitch streamer That's, by the way that, i mean yeah i stream pokemon and uh <laughs> since when <laughs> always yeah you know super yeah no i was thinking about getting into it honestly i don't know i haven't i haven't thought about it uh, really I, I don't i don't think it's really for you man uh, you know <laughs> it's probably not you're too sneaky <laughs> honestly it probably isn't <laughs> my favorite thing and to actually this is a real conversation that happened between chris and i we were talking, and I was, you know, like, yeah, like, I love Pokemon, but I, I just don't think I could stream it. Like, it's just something I enjoy playing, and, you know, sometimes it's nice to have a video game that you're just, like, not worrying about streaming. And Chris, for, like, word for word goes, yeah, Kiwi, you know, Pokemon community, they're a very specific community, and you might be a little much for it. And by much, <laughs> he was insinuating that I'm too inappropriate to be playing Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's you. You have to kind of be a sophisticated person to be a Pokemon streamer, to be honest. Well, if you've never seen and like, Kiwi's channel, she's constantly chugging beers left and right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really not appropriate for a children's game. Yeah, I don't know what other possible Pokemon streamer would ever consider doing that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Really. I mean, honestly, I, I, we've talked about this. You're not even allowed to say Pokemon like on the internet. So it's just not. Yeah not something you're allowed no. to do like chris claimed his territory on pokemon he was like kiwi listen like you're not cut out for this just you stay in your zone on twitch i'm gonna stay in mine all right yes and it, it's basically like one of those like white lines drawn in chalk where like as long as one of us doesn't step over it like we're we're good no turf war <laughs> right i didn't think about it either because like literally i said just pokemon so like that's all i can stream like that's it yeah. like i can't do you anything you really box yourself yeah. in a corner i have so much free domain i, I really did <laughs> Instead of the chalk line dividing the room in half, Chris just drew a little circle around himself. <laughs> That's really it, you know. Yeah. He, yep. I, I kind of want yep. that scenario. Yeah, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. I'm the one that drew the stakes. It's fine, you know. Um, we'll make it work. <sighs> well, uh, I, first of all, I have to point this out. I've noticed the difference that in the pronunciations of the the name Pokemon. So I'm curious to know: is it Pokemon or is it Pokemon? Because one of y'all pronounces it. Pokemon, and one of y'all pronounces it Pokemon. I don't even know which one I say. I I, I don't even think it Poke. I don't I don't know what did I say. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, mm-hmm. a Mario Mario thing where both people claim the right, but everybody knows that the other group is wrong. It's technically Pocket Monsters. <laughs> if we're gonna be uh, or if we're gonna be correct here, it's actually Pocket Monsters. So I think from now on you should stream Pocket Monsters. You should buy the Japanese so versions and stream <laughs> Pokemon, then, I think, is how you're supposed to pronounce Pokemon. it. <laughs> I think it's Pokemon. You know, he's got, like, the little accent over the E. Like a Pokeball. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense to me. Yeah, poke, poke, Pokeball. Yeah, that's what they 
That's what they named the the is it soup? What is it? Soup after? <laughs> sure, it's soup. Yeah. <laughs> minus the minus the liquid part. <laughs> Take soup, so <laughs> subtract the liquid, add rice, and uh, some raw sushi, or some raw tuna, and uh, yeah, you pretty much got it nailed Hold down. on, hold on. I want to back up to just soup with no broth, where it's just like random wet vegetables and noodles and stuff. We just take the soup, we pour it, pour it through a strainer, and the rest is called poke bowl. <laughs> oh, man, I am, I am worldly. Okay, anyways. So, uh... Hopping back into this beer here. Uh, this beer is store-bought. Store-bought is fine by Stickman Brews. On the nose, smells like your standard New England IPA. Lots of, uh, Chris, for you, lots of tropical notes. Not a lot of citrus. Tropical. More mango. Any guava in there? Maybe a little guava. Maybe a little kiwi. Ooh. Tasty. Uh, let's... I'm, I'm hoping that this is going to taste good because it smells good. It's good. Um, tastes kind of like a... Like a slightly more citrusy and less harsh heady topper. Um, lots of grapefruit flavor. Uh, you know, it is unfiltered, um, but it doesn't have as much of a hot bite as as heady topper has. Um, pretty good, smooth. Weighs, you know, does come in an AB or eight percent ABV, so very smooth for being eight percent. But it tastes almost entirely like a less harsh heady topper. Like that's the only thing I can think of is that this is reminds me a lot of heady topper just without the bite. Wow. Okay. Pretty. I mean, that's a solid yeah, beer. Pretty good beer. Um, not much else to say about it. You know, it's the can does say please recycle. So that's the only other wording that it has on it. But yeah, solid beer. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a four two five. This is a good beer. Oh dang. Okay. Good rating. It sounds like Starbot is. Starbot is. I'm gonna say Starbot is more than fine. Get out. <gasps> All right. Um. So, what do you think on a scale of point two five to five? Uh, that 8,883 other folks rated this beer. This is weird because I know nothing about this brewery. Um, I'm going to say that the people are going to be similar to me. They're going to be over four. Uh, 4.09. Unfortunately not. Ooh. Yeah, you're actually like a little bit off. Um, apparently you don't you don't know the, the Pennsylvanians like Not Kiwi. a clue. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, it, say, stay off my turf, all right? Let's draw your circle. That's right. Sorry, sorry. I'll, I'll go back to Connecticut. It's a 3.88. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not, a, not as nice of a rating. Wow, that's really... No. Listen, Pennsylvanians are wrong. This is this is a good beer. Um, Huh. I don't have much to say over it other than Pennsylvanians are wrong. I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> I see some of these check-ins here. This one is a uh, 2.0 stars from uh, Beer Dad. It says the uh, logo is too plain. <laughs> <laughs> he would know. He yeah. sounds he sounds like a legitimate fellow. So we, if we toss that out, it probably gets closer to my average. Mm. One seven five from someone. Kiwi says uh, looks looks like a boring can. Didn't even drink it. Wow. You can definitely tell it's not from Pennsylvania. <laughs> This is this is upsetting. Like this is this is actually one that I'm actually kind of a little bit angry about because this is a really good beer. Um, there are times Untapped gets it this really is, wrong. This is one of those times. This should be Stickman Brews should be very pissed at Untapped. Um, I also don't know how many people live in Royers Ford, Pennsylvania, so maybe they're just a bunch of morons because it is Pennsylvania. Um, who knows? You know, maybe they need some more textbooks. They might need some more textbooks. You know, it's a good thing I got hired. I'm here to educate the Pennsylvanian people of. Pennsylvania. Uh, so I'll work on that. But, you know, Pennsylvania is wrong. Is that is 
Is that what you're printing now? You're printing textbooks. I I, I do the textbooks. You know, Chris, if, if you if you oh, were well, if you were here yeah. on time, you would have heard the spiel. I would know. I know. I almost jumped in and like just started the podcast over. I was just <laughs> like, you know what? I missed too much. I we gotta we gotta go. We gotta go, re- recap it all. So Chris is catching up those um, listeners who uh, were just zoning out for the first forty minutes of the podcast. <laughs> hey, listeners, listen. You missed a lot. All right, Chris came in here, pulled off some crazy backflips. Said fuck you, everyone, mm-hmm. and then did like it was really cool. Did a little like truffle shuffle type of thing, and then scooted his way over. Yeah, on a skateboard. Yeah, uh, there was fireworks yep. in the background somehow. I don't know how he managed to pull that off. So you just tuned in at a perfect time. Yeah, Tony Hawk came up and was like, "Oh man, I've never skateboarded that good. Can you sign my skateboard and stuff like that?" It was really cool. And Chris said cool. no. It was wild. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. Wild times. All right, well, oh. I'm getting thirsty here. All right. Let's talk of Chris's <laughs> dramatic entrance. Uh, I got to redeem Ted's... Uh, I'm still so upset. Yeah. Cracking my beer open. I got to check uh, this. I think you guys are... Did you did you check the right beer? I did. There's actually a whole lot of store-boughtest fines. There's a DDH store-boughtest fine. There's like 12 variants. Um, they're all around the same. They're all like hovering around 4.0. Uh, but let's talk about my beer. Because that's what we do on the show. This is a new brewery to me, new brewery to Montana, but uh, similar to at least one of the co-hosts, two of the co-hosts, and that is Jester King from Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, brewery. totally know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listeners, yeah, it's your turn to guess. No, I'm kidding. Sorry. I don't know if this is like a famous brewery, but I think I've heard you both have high praise for this. It is, mm-hmm. it is arguably the best brewery in the state of Texas. It's also one of the coolest wow. brewery locations that I think I've been to in Texas. It is a pretty cool brewery. It's just in the middle of nowhere. Um, they got a couple of buildings on this like big giant farm. where Yeah, there's a farm. You just kind of walk around. You can pet goats. You can pet a cat. You can pet a dog. Uh, there's beer all over the place. Um, there's a playscape. But overall, it kind of reminds me like a very much like a larger fox farm for y'all who are from Connecticut. Okay. Or for a larger... Kiwi, picture a field in Pennsylvania and add a building on it with beer. That's and basically animals. like the the 80 percent of town in Pennsylvania is is one spot with a with a barn and some beer. The rest is go. all just empty out here. Yeah, that really that's what that's what Philadelphia is. Just a just a barn with I beer. I forgot about Philadelphia. I forgot that was in <laughs> that, I forgot that was here. That has a bell it's and everything. Basically the other part of Pennsylvania. It's basically Jersey. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the other barn. Ah, yeah. uh, it's the other barn, right? Pittsburgh's one, and, mm-hmm. and Philadelphia is the other, and the rest all just you know. Oh shit! I'm not gonna lie. I did Stuff totally forget that Pittsburgh was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> Why is it so forgettable? <laughs> okay, so any, any Harrisburg out, fans out there? <laughs> check out the label of this beer. <laughs> it is um, called Le Petit Prince, and it is their farmhouse table ale or table beer. Sorry, it's basically an alien dressed up like a French prince with weird white makeup on. And big alien eyes. And I didn't realize it when I bought this, but this table beer weighs in at 2.9% ABV, which might be a new low for the podcast. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, I'm a little disappointed that I paid 450 for a single can of a beer that's under 3% ABV. Wait, but, uh, is it even alcohol? Is it classified as alcohol like that? It's basically water. I don't know. It's, it's like three-week-old orange juice has more alcohol than this. Um, you can see... T-Rex scale. It's got that little bit of the farmhouse Whoa. glow to it. Oh, wow. Whoa. But, um, it's like a light bulb. It is. <laughs> it does shine like a light bulb. 
It's very pale straw color in here. Um, I've never... It might be brighter than the light bulb in my house. I'm not too familiar with the whole table beer concept. I'm guessing it's supposed to be just like their low ABV offering that you leave on the table. I don't know. But I didn't realize until I saw what they had at the store here that they're mostly a farmhouse style, like Saison style brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly everything they do is in that style. I could tell you while you try your beer a little bit more about table beer because their description on Untapped does say what it is. Uh, Throughout Northern Europe, light-bodied, well-hopped, low-alcohol table beers were often the beverage of choice with all meals at times and places where the water wasn't always safe to drink. Le Petit Prince is a dry, unspiced, highly attenuated farmhouse table beer unique to our land in the Texas Hill Country. Naturally occurring wild yeasts impart a sense of place to this unfiltered, unpasteurized, 100% naturally conditioned ale. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you... You heard it here first, folks. Don't drink water. Yeah, drink table beer instead. I'm glad you mentioned all that because as you were going through those descriptors, I definitely get that clean, unspiced taste where there's really, it is a very plain beer, but I don't mean that in a way where you would describe like a Budweiser as a plain beer because it's it's a plain Saison where you do get the wild yeast really shines through and you don't get a lot of the hop profile. You really just get that kind of very mild yeast and it is it is quite refreshing um 100 a lawn mowing beer which it snowed today in montana so <laughs> not quite at lawn mowing season yet but um it, it it doesn't taste like watery like i would guess a beer under three percent abv would taste but it's definitely not super full-bodied either um it's it's yeah just like a completely mild beer um if you wanted to introduce someone to beer and say like, hey, don't drink too much the first time you get drunk, this would be a good, a good starter beer for somebody <laughs> who's 21, of, of course. Do you think you could almost, like, I wonder what the calorie is, if this could fit under the, the low-cal beer, the low-calorie beer, like, Ooh. category of, I can have oh, a lot yeah. of these and I not feel bad about it, or that'd be the worst case scenario of it's low ABV and still a crap ton of calories. I don't see how... Because there's like nothing, there's not a lot of fermentable sugar in, in here. It's just like the very, very mild malt bill in here. I can't imagine that there's a lot of calories, but it being a beer, I have no idea. If I were them, you know, not an expert by any means, but if I were them, I would rebrand that as instead of a beer t- or a beer table, fuck, I gotta get figure out got the, the dinner table beer. I would call it a low calorie because I feel like there's a lot more marketable and like understanding behind that. And frankly, you'd have a lot more interested people of, oh, yeah, I could drink a ton of these and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I get the impression that Jester King is too snobby to do that, that they're like, this is like a very fine, high class European style establishment. And we don't care about your little calories here. No, this is, their, uh... their floors are dirt and they barely have walls. Is this real? Yeah, swear to God. They do have tables. They do have tables, but all their their floors are dirt. I mean, listen, you know, their choice to do it however they want, but do you? (laughs) It's a very unique brewery. You you stick to books. (laughs) Kiwi's like, this is why I got out of this damn industry. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely, sometimes, like, the, the math wouldn't math, and people would just triple down on something, and you're just like... 
All right. Fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like my favorite was, uh, you know, when I, when I was working at my, my, my brewery in this national, you know, world renowned brewery and the, the whole brute IPA trend was happening for like, you remember when that was happening for like a hot three months? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Like it was so quick. And, you know, of course, you know, when you're working, like, we're an independent brewery, but we were still very nationally renowned. And they sent out a, t- a marketing thing to the salespeople. Of, we have to answer it on ch- ch- MailChimp or something. And it's like, oh, should we brew a Brute IPA? What should we call our Brute IPA? And I'm just, like, putting it in the comments of, like, please do not do this by the time we go through approval, marketing, brewing, can design label packaging all the things we need to get legally done i'm like this trend is done it's already halfway out the door please don't make this like every single salesperson doing it and guess what they still did ipa right <laughs> no they still did it come back the next year <laughs> they still <laughs> no <laughs> they still put the brute ipa out like it was like nine months past the trend being done it's just dumb yeah. things like that where you're like <laughs> Okay, don't listen to the salespeople that are legitimately like the finger pulls to the market and what's actually happening out there. But you know, we don't know anything. So yeah, what a, what a beer salesman know about selling beer and nothing. popular things? Nothing. We don't, we're not the ones talking directly to your consumers and your and your people that purchase the beer directly. No, 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 no. We don't know shit. <laughs> I thought you were asking like, what is the beer salesman? And I was like. Like, 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 because like, like, I, I could, I could give you almost to a T description of what 99% of beer salesmen look like. They all got a beard. They're, you know, they're not fit. Um, not saying they're fat, not like our Bumble, our, our Bumble fathead brewery guy, but, uh, usually wearing a flannel, beer tea, jeans, hat, always wearing a hat. Um, hairline sometimes there, sometimes not, but most of the time out there. I just imagine what Kiwi thinks that she looks like too, as she's describing what a beer salesman looks like. This is exactly. I didn't realize that I was a beer salesman. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was thinking too until she said hat. I was like, yes, I'm out of it. Uh, This is exactly what I look like, viewers. Um, and uh, always, always wearing um. God, there's there's these like these not they're not Timberlands. They're a different type of boots that are like popular. And you know, always have, always have a great laugh though. Every single one of them. You gotta have fifty percent cool. of them heavy smokers. You gotta have glasses like this too. <laughs> Some have glasses. Most don't actually that I that I've seen. But that's like the genuine like a very common looking beer salesman. They they all just have like. I don't know if there's like a beer salesman memo that goes out to just generic beer salesmen everywhere of how they're supposed to dress, but that's generally what you'll see people that work for breweries, what they look like. Well, I could see it as uh, someone who co-hosts a podcast with two people that look suspiciously like <laughs> your description. <laughs> I, I do feel like I kind of describe, but like, no, not everything. Not everything. Not everything. No, I don't, I don't mark all the boxes. You had me going for a while. I was like. Uh. <laughs> but put it this way if you put the four of us at a lineup and you said pick out which one is the beer salesperson or a former beer salesperson um you would be picked fourth <laughs> that's fair that, that's fair that was honestly where some of my success came from because people would be like right, wow you right. know about beer crazy and i'd get like an extra like maybe three minutes of conversation that i could hopefully turn into a sale because they just like wouldn't believe me that i, I sold beer and i'd be like yeah yeah listen listen <laughs> anyway i give this beer a four um uh, <laughs> uh it's it's great it's the reason i rate it so highly is because it's a very different beer 
than anything I've had before. Um, this whole table beer is a new phenomenon to me, and I could see it being a good it fitting into my my beers I like to drink as like maybe instead of reaching for the, your hard seltzer, you know, or a Bud Light, this is kind of another thing that you could grab where you're like, I want something a little bit lighter, refreshing, a day drinker, etc. Um, so even though this beer doesn't have a lot going on, it's not really far out there. I really am rating it highly because of how simple it is. If that makes sense. Um, I don't think Untapped is going to be as high as me, but I want to hear how many check-ins there are. There are eighteen thousand five hundred and eleven check-ins. Jesus. Okay. Now, um, again, I don't know the hop pipe. It sounds like it's considerable, but this is probably their most basic offering. I would say they have. So, I think I'm going to go three point uh, a three point nine zero. Uh. It's lower than that, um, so I'm not the, the most wrong. Maybe I am. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Uh, it's a 3.5 up. Oh, okay. wow. Really low. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, that's... I could see it. I could see why people... Uh, why, again, un, we, as we've established, Untapped is wrong sometimes, but beer snobs are like, you know... And I, I get it. You put this on a flight board with three of their other crazy wild ales that they have, farmhouse ales that they have... You're not going to even taste this beer, right? Like, it's just going to be water. So I understand why it's a three and a half. Yeah. I, but it's, I enjoy it. I think it's definitely subjective as to what you've drank before you've had that beer. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But uh, no, we, we're just getting further and further away here. Maybe <laughs> letting, uh, like, Kiwi get her third point on our, on our uh, high scoreboard over here. If only Chris, yep, 0.12 to beat. So Or... Chris could be a whole point off and lose a point. Right. No, I finally got to 30. I can't. I can't, can't go back I down can't to 29. Let, can't go back down to 29. I don't want to do it. Um, I actually have like a, I'm in a predicament, right? So I have, I have one drink based on a drink. I have one drink based on a snack. I have one drink from a brewery that is a relative of a friend. And then I have like a really amazing brewery. And I don't know which one to pick. So I have no idea. Are those four options? Four options. I have four different options. I had I had someone come. I have I had a friend come down from Maine, and he brought me some Maine beers. Well, and then I have a North Carolina option. I guess no, I don't this know. is how I would help you decide. I guess okay. you just had a really long day at work, right? Very true. And you're you're ready to be be done. Are you like looking for one of like the best beers you ever had, or are you just like I just want to sip and not think much and just relax and go to bed soon? The second one. <laughs> I was going to say like now, kiwi pick. Next oh, question: yeah. Are you oh. are you hungrier or thirstier? Because that would be the one based on a on a on a snack or not. Thirstier. So sounds like option one then. Option one, which I forgot okay. what that was. <laughs> it was a it was a a, a beer. oh based on another drink. That's where I got the thirsty. Based from. on another drink, right? right yes. So it's All double right, so two drinks is... in one. It'll quench twice your thirst. That's that's very true. That's very true. Now it's not. I forgot it's not really a beer. <laughs> um, but for those of you that are... It's a non, uh, non-beer-flavored beer. Uh, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. It's not beer. It's... All right. So for those of you that don't know, there is a there is a, a fried chicken chain in North Carolina called Bojangles, okay? Um, Bojangles, outside of their chicken, is known for their sweet tea. So they have paired up with uh, Appalachian Mountain Brewing to make a... <laughs> 
a Bojangles hard sweet tea right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to try it. Um, so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like a face your beers almost. Because when I went to, like, I don't expect this to be good. I, I just don't. Um, but I've had two cans sitting in my fridge for like three weeks now waiting for this podcast waiting for the perfect time to drink this um now if you like sweet tea i will say the bojangles regular sweet tea it's a very good sweet tea so if you enjoy sweet tea good to have but i don't know i'm getting twisted tea vibes from this (laughs) so i'm curious um steeped like we mean it oh does this have caffeine i don't want to wake up oh yeah that was another that was another factor there (laughs) Beer contains alcohol. Is it? Are you allowed to put alcohol and caffeine in the same thing? Still, I don't know. Um, Kiwi, I think you should make the the uh, the shark noises. What percentage is this? Five percent. Five percent. Did you say make shark noises? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought I was like, did I miss a hear? Because like everyone was very quiet there. <laughs> We're waiting for the dead ass. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what if That's I entirely clear. misheard that and I just started randomly breaking out and doing oh, I that? I hope so. Oh, oh shit. No, we never told you to do that. Kiwi, what are you doing? <laughs> Kiwi, don't start making noise. <laughs> Obert's going to just cut that just out. Gonna, he's just gonna Obert's going to cut yeah, out Todd's portion back. and just yeah. leave it in there and just... Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Oh, it smells awful. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Let's see. I cracked it. A Bojangles hard sweet tea. I bought two. I was so excited when I saw them at the store. I bought two of them. So as long as it's gross, I get to drink another one. Perfect. Yeah. Now um, you can't get these at Bojangles, can you? No, I got these at the Food Lion, which is right next to a Bojangles. But um, you can't just roll through a drive-through and get a, get a six-pack to go. No, no. Are you allowed to All pour right, this so, over ice? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. Like people do cider mm. over ice. And that helps. They do? Oh, yeah. That's like a big Irish thing. Cider over ice. Huh. I can tell you that there's 270 calories in this. Oh, my God. 36 grams, 33 grams of sugar. There it is. Wow. Um, there it is. So you're not, it's you're got, not going to sleep it's anytime got a nu- soon. It's got nutritional facts on it. I know. This is probably the worst idea. I'm so tired right now, too. I'm like, oh. Well, it's gonna at least it'll wake you up. Um, no, I don't want that. That's the opposite. <laughs> All right, so um, it looks like sweet tea. What's I don't know. It smells bad. It has no head. No head. No head at all. Um, it's brown, like sweet tea. Doesn't smell can good. Can you see th- okay, the T Rex test? Does can you see through it? Let me see. Hold on. There's only one way to know. Oh, it d- oh, I think. Oh, you might be dead. It, it is. Oh yeah. I, it looks oh, so yeah. dark T-Rex over the webcam. Get- I thought it was a lot darker, but it no, looks t- exactly like no, sweet tea. This might <laughs> yeah. be one where T Rex gets you. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's see. Is this going to be any good? Uh, so when I was checking this out, by the way, mind you, the lady that was bagging the groceries, which was a this was a fun trip. I went to Food Lion. I bought nothing but snacks and a lot of alcohol. So like it was, they're like one of those where you really hold your head high, high when you walk to the cashier. <laughs> Ex- exactly. It's like oh, you bought cookies and chips and just endless amounts of beer. I'm like, yeah, I'm old. Give me my stuff. Um. Uh, but she said, have you tried these? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, they're really gross. I'm like, mm, perfect. I was like, that's kind of what <laughs> I expected. Glad I got two. Glad I got two. Yes. Um, so here we go. Let's see. Bojangles, did you do it again? Oh, boy. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just love the reaction. Ooh, no. 
His facial expressions are so good right now. Oh, no. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, God. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what this taste in my mouth is, but it's like fake sugar and alcohol mixing, I think. Or real sh- I don't know. I- I'm not. It like try. Oof. Oh, this is a bad choice. <laughs> this was not the right. This was not a good choice. Um, I don't even know how to explain it. Like it does try to start like tasting like sweet tea. And then like the alcohol and it's only 5%. It's not like a ton of alcohol, but like. I guess sweet tea does not hide alcohol very well because, like, <laughs> if you would have told me this was a 9%, I would have been like, yeah, it makes sense. I'm getting that kind of grossness at the end. And it's like the, oh, my God, what is it? I, I, like, the taste is so, like, it's it's indescribable, but I think I can describe it just poorly. Um, mm, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's not good. It is not good. Um, I can't. I don't know. I don't know how this is. How the I, what is it? What does a twisted tea taste like? Like this can't be better than twisted tea. And <laughs> twisted tea I hear is bad. Like, um, golly, why do I? I think you uh. need to go get some ice. I think like pouring that over ice would make it watered down enough to be better. I second this that opinion. That might be that might be the play, but the ice is all the way downstairs. Like we didn't really think about that, but um, you don't have ice inside of your freezer inside of your beer fridge. There's no there's no freezer in my beer fridge. It's just all. It, oops, all fridge. I wanted it that way. I didn't want a freezer. Wasting all, wasting all the beer space. What's worse, this or a chalada? Oh, chalada, hands down. But <laughs> like this, I'll begrudgingly finish this. I'm not happy about it. Um, it's bad though. I'm trying to think of like I can't explain the. I can't explain the taste. I can't explain the taste with with the alcohol badness. Like menthol, menthol. Is that like a a thing? That is a flavor. That exists in it, the universe. It's not good though, right? Like it's bad. It's like 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 wintergreen mint kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but but bad. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna workshop it. I'm gonna workshop well, this. Let's um, ask the resident okay, Pennsylvanian. How... What does a menthol cigarette taste like? Yeah, kiwi and your excessive smoking habits. Here's in Pennsylvania. Uh. In in Pennsylvania. I. It tastes like a walk down Pennsylvania a, Kiwi. It tastes like a walk down a, a New York City alleyway on a nice humid day. Nice and stinky and That sounds like a good description. I don't think it's that then. Um <laughs> Okay. No. Like go ahead. how much does it taste like iced tea? Like if somebody poured this in a glass and handed it to you and you didn't know what it was, would you be able to guess that it was supposed to be sweet tea? Yes. Okay. That's a start. I think you could probably tell it was supposed to be sweet tea because, like, it starts off like almost sweet tea ish, and then it just and it just does bad. It just goes bad from there. I mean, it starts not great, by the way. It starts pretty low and then goes worse. Um, and that the, the whatever whatever taste I have in my mouth after I'm done with the beer the beer hard hard sweet tea is the worst. Um, so it's pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna give this a. I think i gave like a like a, a one i guess like a one <laughs> okay. i don't i don't know i don't i i it's like rating low beers or rating low things is like hard i don't know how you how you're supposed to do it like one i guess one two five i don't know i don't think i've had many ones yeah i don't think so i think we had even fewer one two fives that's hard that's yeah, hard I, okay fine one two five just for the novelty of it yeah it's not good though fortunately this is on untapped uh wasn't wasn't sure about that one, but um, yeah, again, it is Appalachian Mountain Brewery. 
collab. So they're on here. 882 check-ins. Jesus. Honestly, honestly, I'm I might lose a I might lose a point here. Like, I don't know if I can get within one. Like, I really have no idea. Like, I'm afraid I'm gonna say too high. And it'll be like, nope, it was a one point two. And I'm like, fuck. Um that's my that's my fear. Like it cannot be above a three. It cannot be above a three. Or could it? No, there's no way. Could be above a four seven five. There's if this is above a four seven five you're uninstalling untapped. I, I am. I'm uninstalling untapped. Yes. You're if this is above a four, I'm un- uninstalling untapped. This is bad. I am going to say it's a 2.31. I think it's really low. Okay. Well, we somehow managed to escalate every guest further and further away. Okay. I that's think. fine. But I don't think you did not lose a point as it is a 3.07. So there's so no <laughs> way, there's no way that people drank this. It was like, you know what I would give this on a scale of 1 to 100? A 60. There's no way. Yeah. It's impossible. I don't Untapped get it was either. wrong. Because, like, there are, scrolling through, a lot of one star, quarter stars, two stars on here. Well, Natalia Case but, is better than Twisted. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't I don't think that's a high bar. Like, I don't know. I don't know. This, Ron said, was good with pork tenderloin. Not sure I would like it by itself. Chris, go downstairs and get a pork tenderloin. Yeah, yeah. Ron, what the fuck? Like, what is that? What is that review? Aaron, Ron? Aaron W says, "I'm a fan!" Exclamation point. How many? How what many? They how many it? Gave it a four star rating. <laughs> well, somebody. I mean, if if there's if it's a three point oh seven, there's got to be quite a few fours out there to get it up that high. If we're seeing so many ones and twos, this person gave it a four and a half. Mm. Okay. Uh, CM space B period. I'm going to go block all of these here's, people on Untapped. Here's a, a legit review, Chris. They have a beautiful picture, and it says 2.75 better on ice than out of a can. So I called I it. That, again, Ooh, yeah, I see I that. you're missing it. Yeah. And Chris H. Just, knows how to review Just to it. know that Obert's not messing with you. That is a picture of this thing with ice in it. I think you need to go get ice. Mm, so far away. I think Do it for the pod. <laughs> Well, mm. anyway, I have, uh, another, I have a, the, my next can. I will try on ice. There we go. Well, yeah, well, uh, we we demand an update. When we get there, but um, oh, this is going to be the first beer I drink. Just to get Mitchell L says but, it's not beer, but it's delicious. Dangerously so. Tastes <laughs> just like sweet tea. Four point oh. No, does it does not? They've <laughs> never had Bojangles sweet tea before. <laughs> Bojangles sweet tea is delicious. It's so good. We. I, I, I think two things. You got to try the next can on ice, and then you also have to have raw Bojangles iced tea that you put in the fridge with no ice and see how that is. Hats off to... I do that all the time. It's amazing. Hats off to the Does it come on ice? For using real tea Uh, and cane sugar instead of fake shit. Four and a half. We also... This is a brewery we we went to. Yes. Yes, yes. It it is based in Asheville. Um, But okay. Uh, Kiwi... Remarkably, hung on to her lead, um, earning that earning that third tally mark Woo! under uh, the T two moniker on the leaderboard here. So I'm, well I'm so excited. I'd like to thank uh, all the viewers for always believing in me. I'd like to thank uh, you know Todd for you know really just screwing the pooch there and and Obert as well and, and 
Chris, I mean, we all saw this one coming. So, you know, as soon as, soon as you, as soon as you, one, you disclosed what you were about to drink. Cause you're like, drink the taste like a drink. And I'm like, all right, you know, like, he's gonna have like a spritzer or something. And when you said Bojangles sweet tea and I said, whew, I got this one in the bag. Walking this one up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 I was really hoping it was going to be good, but. I think it's the same thing as like, if you ordered a cranberry vodka at a bar and you didn't receive that with ice in it, would you enjoy it? Fair. I mean, probably. I like. I like. I like. I like a good Cape Codder. You're not gonna. You're not gonna make me turn my nose up to with it. no ice. <laughs> I feel like it'd be just too I've, thick and sweet. Oh, I've seen Chris chug uh, oh, <laughs> vodka yeah. vodka crayons <laughs> straight up uh, out of a stein before, and uh, you can yes. you can imagine how that ended. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was that was a rough one. That was a bad that was a bad idea. Uh-huh. Huh. Well, never mind. <laughs> I couldn't. Yeah, I've yeah. That would be a smart answer. But anyway, honk honk honk, honk honk honk, honk honk honk. Uh congratulations, Kiwi. You did it. You survived our uh our horrible guesses to to stay on the leaderboard. I'll take it. And um you you win. You win the show. We it's it's a game show, I guess. It's always yep. been a game congratulations. show. Congratulations. We, now it's your show. Before we send you and home with uh, this brave little toaster, <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we get to we get to listen to this beautiful musical medley from Jordan. Um, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test. Mug of wisdom. Drink. Mug of wisdom. All right, thank you, Jordan. Um, Chris, I hope you weren't. I hope you weren't yucking uh, Jordan's song there. No, never, never Jordan's song. Just the horrible concoction that you're chugging, chugging away at. I'm just. I want it. I want it to be gone. Well, Kiwi, um, as the winner tonight, you you have the mug. You um, who's who's gonna go fill it with with wisdom, wisdom and and stuff and handles and whatnot. You know, um, I think I think it's well deserved that uh, Chris should should take the handle first here. Okay. <laughs> um. So as as I think we can all agree, the movie expert of the pod. I think I think I think Mr. Oscar year after year proves that I have the best taste in movies, etc. Um, I have a movie, a new movie that was released not that long ago to talk about. I believe pre-episode, Obert and I said, "I bet you this will be Chris's handle." Oh, 100. We knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. So I took I took my son to the movies for the first time um, Sunday, just a couple days ago. Yeah, and I can't believe that. Um, I can believe that you've never been to the movies before. But go on. Yeah, yeah, he took me for the first time, <laughs> uh, uh, and we went to see the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, and I don't know if if you guys have seen it yet. Every time I have a handle and I'm excited about it, Kiwi's like, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited. No. I want to see it. How was okay. it? Uh, it was really good. It was really good. Um, you know, I, I I heard some people you know poo pooing on it because Chris Pratt's Mario stuff like that, but like I don't know, it didn't bother me that much. Like it was fine, like it was fine. Uh, but like 
I, I enjoyed the story. It was funny. Jack Black did make the movie for the most part. He was really good as Bowser. Um, the cast is really good. Uh, the story was good. I don't know. It was it was a really good movie. And, uh, you know, I got to see it with my kids. So that was that was special. You know, all that fun stuff. But um, it, it was good. It was good. I'm excited for uh, there's. I mean, there might be a second one soon. Who There's knows? also rumor of a Zelda movie. I don't know how I feel about that, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> um, Link just doesn't talk the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it, that's the only way it would be okay. The, the only thing I will say, so I, I went and saw it on Saturday. Um, okay. The only thing that really threw me off was Charlie Day playing Luigi. It's the only char- I, The only person I couldn't get around his voice. I was like, I was, I just can't picture I him. I thought be- he did a good job. <laughs> I thought he did a good job. I thought it was. I thought he was a good. A good. Luigi. I thought it was good. I just couldn't get around his voice. Every time I thought about him making, you know, Luigi noises, I was like, I was like, this is Charlie from <laughs> It's Always Sunny. That's true. That's yeah. That's true. Um, but no, I. I mean, I got a. I got a kick out of it. Uh, if you're a Mario fan, um, then you should. Uh, you should go check it out. I thought it. Was, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. But and uh, and CJ said, and I quote, "It's the best movie of my entire life." So. There you wow. go. Are you going to disagree with my five-year-old? Because that's wrong. <laughs> that's just that's just wrong. See, having been his first experience with the movies, like, and I know most kids, and also including yours, uh, you know, you watch the movie at home, you can watch it as many times as you want and just put it on. How is he dealing with the fact that, like, you just can't go watch Mario again right now? You know, honestly, he he was doing he didn't understand because we talked about it afterwards. I was like, I was like, oh, maybe we can get it when it comes out on like DVD or something, and we can like, he's like play what's, it. what's the DVD? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and I was like, when it, I said when it comes out on DVD or Blu-ray, and he goes, but Dad, it is out. And I was like, no, it's not out yet. No, it's only out in theaters. He's like, but why can't? I was like, it, give it like a month. It'll be out. Don't worry. When uh, I was your age, no. <laughs> back in my day, um, I had to be kind and rewind. It was impossible. Um, but no, uh, he's he's actually do, like, doing pretty well. He does talk about it a lot. He talks about the movie, and um, then we went to this food truck thing, and there was a bounce house. And then he it was like, what was your favorite part of the day? And he goes, the bounce house. And that's it. <laughs> that sounds like a very fun day, Chris. It, w- it was a very fun. It was a very fun day. It was a very fun day. If I was a five-year-old, spectacular. Sounds almost like a core yeah. memory was developed that day. Maybe. I hope so. I don't think I'm in many. <laughs> He's a mama's boy. It's fine. <laughs> but anyways, m- the Mario Brothers movie. Go check it out. I think I think it was good. And we all know the movie expert of the pod. Me. All right, Kiwi. So who's going next? I, I keep. I keep. I forgot. I keep picking crap. I don't, I don't know how to be a winner here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's okay. Shoot. You're from Pennsylvania. They're not really used to winning things. I'm not from Pennsylvania. I'm I'm currently you residing. You are Pennsylvania. They're also from I... Buffalo. They're not really used to winning things either. So I just I walked in here. They took one look at me and they just basically said, "I'm queen of Pennsylvania now" because I was able to you know form like five sentences in a row constructed. But no, I'm so I'm so sorry, he, Pennsylvania he like, listeners. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we're just like, like shitting um... all over the Midwest this episode. <laughs> Actually, I think we do have some listeners from Pennsylvania, so it's been nice knowing you guys. I appreciate it. You know. <laughs> I, I feel like they'd be like, yeah, we, we got good it. Pennsylvania beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, God. Um, I, I'm going to go with Obert next. Um, I'm going to pass. I don't, I'm still working on mine. I, I don't think that's how it works. I'm queen of Pennsylvania. <laughs> You know, I'll, I'll, um, I'll be a, I'll be a gentle ruler, and I will I will go with Grace, and I will move it over to Todd. Awesome. All right. 
Um, I'm gonna go with a new iPhone game this week. Uh, it, okay. it just I think it just came out. Um, but I've been playing it. I like it a lot. It's a throwback to when I was. I feel like I was in seventh grade. It had to be. Uh, there's this game called Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Um, you guys probably remember this. It was on. It was a PS2 game. Uh, it also had a sequel. Um, but what it is is it's a uh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons game uh, based on the Baldur's Gate universe. It's a little bit less intense than Baldur's Gate One, Two, or Icewind Dale or any of those. It's kind of a little bit more like a cross between those original Baldur's Gate games and Diablo. So it's it's you know it is your standard action RPG, uh, loot 'em up, just you know basically going for the loot to try to beat it. But it's a lot more in depth than your standard Diablo game, but a lot less in depth than your standard Baldur's Gate game. Um, did have did either of you three play this when we were younger? I have not. No. Oh no. Perfect. So this is a game for all you guys. Who here likes Diablo? Raise your hand. I'm a fan. Ra- raising hands doesn't really work on the podcast, but Kiwi, raise your ear. Uh, ears not being raised. I actually never really played Diablo, surprisingly. Wow. I, now I have a I have a new recommendation for you for your street. Um, Diablo? Diab- yeah, Diablo 3 or Diablo 4 comes out in like a month, so you could always wait till then. But I'm yeah. a very play it like chronologically type of gal. Like I can't just jump into something and then it'd be like two years before I got to it. The Diablo 5 would be out by the time I catch up. I don't know. Maybe. Depending on how, t- how long it takes you to read. Um, very long. <laughs> But yeah, so check this game out. Um, basically, it's it's your standard dungeon looter, but it's it's also it was a PS2 game back in the day, so it's a lot more story focused than some standard you know dungeon crawler you're gonna find on your phone. Um, it's on sale right now for six ninety nine, uh, down from fifteen ninety nine. I don't know why it went on sale as soon as it came out. Um, so go grab it while you can, while it's super cheap, and play it away. You could play it on iPhones, you could play it on iPads. Um, I'm not sure if you can play it on Steam or anything like that. I know it's an iPhone game, and I know that it works really well on Portable. Um, fantastic. It's got a great soundtrack to it. Uh, halfway decent storyline. Your standard storyline, essentially. But it is one of my favorite games back from the PS2 days that kind of scratched that itch and showed me that these types of games were able to function not on PC. Because up until that time, I think I'd only played these action RPGs on PC with a mouse. Okay. I wasn't sure. You said it was like... D and I didn't realize it was an action RPG like Diablo. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'll um I mean it's on sale. Now's the time to strike. Ober, this it might not be on sale by the time this podcast comes Ober, out. This well. is one for you. You're always looking for games okay. that you can buy that you, you never have to see no an ads. ad. No ad. Uh-huh. This is a game for you. It's right up your alley. This is an Obert game. Obert phone game. Okay. Oh I'll I will one hundred percent watch the trailer when I put the link in the show notes. <laughs> Nice job finishing that iced tea, Chris. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. It did not get better. You look so <laughs> proud of yourself for this one. I'm not. I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, to stay on topic of uh, games, I'll, I'll, I'll go with my um, handle, my frosty handle that I have over here. Um, I've been playing, and again, I guess, Obert, this is for you, but it's not because I don't think you can do it so on mobile. So many handles. I know. Um, I've been playing Across the Obelisk, and I, I hope, over you haven't played this yet or talked about no. it. Okay, perfect. Um, so Across the Obelisk is a roguelike, dungeon-crawling, deck-building card strategy game. And it's very fun, and I'm very much enjoying it. Um, it's kind of like if you mixed um, Slay the Spire with Darkest Dungeon. So it's, it's kind of like Slay the Spire, but you also have like a full four-party um, adventuring group. 
And it's got like a little more of like a storyline to it. Um, it. Is it necessary for the game? No, lore wise, but you do need to read because there are different, obviously, um, objectives and consequences and actions you can take for different um, pathways that you take down the storyline. And, you know, you're building your deck and there's poisons and resistance and elements and, you know, whole, all these different characters that you can unlock and they can have pets and those pets have things that they can do to like make your character super cool. And I I actually haven't still even beaten the game yet. It is pretty tough. Like, I really enjoy Slay the Spire, and it took me a little bit of a learning curve to really get through that game. This one is... There's so many more uh, bells and whistles that go on within resistances and 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 all the different type of type advantages with the cards and the, the enemies and I'm really really enjoying it. It's definitely challenging to the mind. Um, and you do get to keep some things that you've you've earned at the end of the game. You know, you restart with a whole fresh party, but you unlock cards. You do get to keep like a little bit percentage of your gold and uh, gems that you get at the end of it, which I've never really seen before with a with a roguelike. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I really am. Um, would give it so far an eight out of ten. Haven't even beaten it, but once I beat it, I feel like I would give it a higher rating because I'd feel better about myself for beating the game. <laughs> there you go. Sounds like for a roguelike game very complex. Sounds like there's a lot of elements to it. There's a lot. There's definitely a lot and. You know, you're always starting over, but you're getting better cards and better buffs for your characters to re-go through the dungeon and everything like that. Um, so I guess it's not as roguelike, because, like, some things do apply and stick stick around than, like, most other ones. But at the same time, like, you're still starting from scratch. Like, you have nothing else. But you have not, you're starting with your basic, you know, 15-card deck that always starts out, and you have to re-upgrade things and, and re-get cards, and it's randomized. So it really depends. Well, I don't remember if it was a handle, but the last roguelike game that you recommended to me, Inscription, I really enjoyed. So uh, I will probably take you up on this offer as well, because it seems like you and I like the similar, these both of these roguelike deck builders. So definitely oh. going to check it out. Yeah, 100%. Same thing with Inscription, where, you know, you're like playing through it and... You, you, got, you unlock some things that kind of help you get through the game later on, but mostly it's starting from scratch type of scenario. And yeah, it's definitely not the storyline way that Inscription was. Um, it's kind of like very generic, like time to save the princess from this, this, this type of thing. And you approach a traveler and it's like very, very like generic <laughs> RPG storyline, but it's fun. It's like very whimsical and cute. And I, I really, really like it. Very cool. I will check it out. And it, it, it is on Steam for uh, 20 bucks, or the complete edition is $31.47. I believe, yeah, they just came out with a DLC for the game, too. Uh, it's pretty new. I think it came out in, I want to say, 2022. And uh, I can't access my computer. Sorry, April when 8th, you look at that. April 8th, 2021. So about you two know, years ago. Two years. Not bad. Pretty fresh. Yeah. These Steam early access games, you never really know when they come out, you know? I've been waiting on Pal World to come out for, like, I feel three years now. So... Yeah, yeah, I feel you. All right, well, I guess that only leaves me. Um, Kiwi, I'm going to... You're you're a dog owner, are you not? I do have two. I have two wonderful dogs. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the option then. Do you want a dog owner specific handle or do you want like a vacation destination handle? I would like a dog owner handle. Okay, I did kind of lead you into that one. <laughs> but, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ignore my other co-host here because... Cause they don't have dogs, and I've been waiting for a dog, a dog owner co-host who lives in a snowy region of the world 
to come on for this handle because, um, you know, your dog's outside. They get snow clumping up in their paws. What are you going to do, right? Well, booties. do I have the product for you? Oh, I can't. And it's not booties. <laughs> oh. It's, um, it's a uh, wax that you put on their pads called Musher Secret. It's, uh, you can buy it at like Chewy. I don't know if, Chris, have you ever heard of Chewy.com, a website they sell pet products? No. Um, they, uh, you can, I buy it at my local pet store. You can buy it pretty much everywhere. Uh, but it's the natural based wax. It's like a blend of different waxes that you put on your pet's paws in the winter um, or, you know, year round. And it, what it does is it helps prevent all the snow clumping. So if they're running around in some really sticky snow, it won't get stuck in there. They won't have to bite it all out and get irritated and uncomfortable. And it's also really good in the summer for walking on like hotter pavement or whatever. It helps heal tough, abrased paw pads. Um, just like a little pedicure for your dog. Um, you know, it's definitely not all dogs enjoy getting it on, but it, it makes a huge difference. You know, sometimes I'll only get three paws done and then popcorn will be like you know fed up with with this process and we'll just go outside and the fourth paw, paw will always be the first one to get snow in it so it works i could i can vouch for it um and you live in a part of the world that gets pretty snowy so if you have this issue with snowy paw pads or again if you live in like arizona somewhere and you have a hot pavement whatever no matter where you live check out musher secret um i i use it all the time i go through like a tub a winter of this stuff. And um, there you go. That's my handle. I, I would definitely use this, you know, as you know, Buffalo was number one snowfall in the United States. Uh, we had the most snow. You know, we had snow today. It was 80 over the weekend. And then I had snow today. Yikes. Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> really fun. Um, I would definitely consider that for my dogs because they they don't have fur. They are hypoallergenic. They're doodle mixes. So they've got that doodle classic, you know, it's kind of more hair than fur and it doesn't shed. It just grows really, really long. And, you know, when they get really shaggy, the snow just clumps everywhere within them and i just feel so terrible because it's like like that can't be comfy it's gotta be so cold so i think and they're they're pretty submissive like i think they they would accept me rubbing wax on their paw pads for a little while because i i think they'd rather me do that than like aggressively wipe their paws with the towel they hate that um so yeah yeah, no i i would definitely try that and you know i do i do feel bad when i'm walking them in the summertime like they're so excited but i just feel so bad for their paws when it's hot out so that that is a solution i think well there you go check it out yeah i'm not gonna lie when you said that your dogs didn't have fur for a second i thought that you had like naked hairless dogs and i was like that that's weird there's <laughs> but, a there's uh, a mexican yeah. breed you know I don't, it's like zoco chicho starts with an x they're kind of like the Sphinx cats, but somehow even uglier. And they're just naked dogs? Yeah, they're even uglier somehow. Because <laughs> they have like, like barely, they have barely like little strands like poofing out here and there. And it's like, just pick one or the <laughs> other. You know what I mean? <laughs> they look like a, like a Jim Henson gremlin creation. Oh, yes, geez, they're exactly. so weird looking. <laughs> they're so creepy. I, yeah, I think you're right. The hairless dog or the hairless cat might look better. It at least like it understands to let the hairline go. You know what I mean? The, the Sphinx cat, it just it, it goes full ball. Like these uh-huh. dogs, the the Zoko yeah. Chi, Zoko Chichochos, uh, they're they they're still they're still holding on for dear hope with their little like straggling fur that they have. <laughs> I will so, say that they're not as like 
they don't look as much like a like a ball sack. The hairless dog. No, they're not as like wrinkle foldy. There you go. That's that's a better word. <laughs> yeah, I knew where yeah. you were going with that. Well, because they're like muscular. Either way, you want to describe it, you know. <laughs> they're muscular. They're uh, they're yeah, like they're, the other. Their their skin's a little bit more taut, if you will. Yeah. One one could say a little. Um, no, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> A rare moment of discretion from Kiwi. <laughs> it's weird if it comes from me, okay? <laughs> but yeah, no, um, oh. actually though, for the bomb, I really, does it prevent dirt buildup by chance? I haven't seen it so much because like, again, I mostly use it when it's on snowy ground. So it doesn't really happen too much. You know, we're usually out on a trail, so it's not like super dirt and snow at the same time. Usually like the ground is frozen. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know if it's very effective at like for muddy paws or anything like that. That's what I need a solution for because my backyard is oh, a yeah. swamp. I hear you. This is the season yeah. right now. You're telling me, man. It's like every April here, it's just like, like I said, we both got snow today. And uh, it's just everything's thawing out, melting, gross puddles all over the place. That Those are, you know, the grossest puddles are the tastiest ones, apparently. I, I, you're I know the tastiest. This, but, yeah. Hey, Chris, it's high five for not getting snow stand. today. Yeah, definitely, definitely no snow down here. It was nice. Rub it in, why don't you? Yeah. 80, sunny. It's nice. I don't want to rub the snow in. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, Todd, why don't you take us home? Here? So with that, we'd like to thank you for listening. Uh, we'd like to thank the breweries who provided today's beers. I will thank Stickman Brews for store-bought is fine. Um, I drank Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea, uh, which was a, a partnership between Bojangles and the Appalachian Mountain you Brewery. Don't... I'm not thanking you for this abomination. It's not happening. You get an acknowledgement, and you better like it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Notoriety. End. End of. End of. Thanks. I want to thank Jester King for their Les Petite Prince. Uh, I'm going to thank Fathead Brewery for their Headhunter India Pal L. Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also, head over to Patreon, and for as little as a dollar a month or 25 cents a week, you can join uh, Patreon and help support the podcast directly. Uh, you get you know little extra mini bonus episodes. Um, we try to do them semi-regularly, so head on over there. Uh, it really does help the, the podcast. It's a direct way of helping us. Um, if you decide that you do not want to support us financially, uh, you can head over to Discord and join the live conversation over there, or you can you know, post a five-star review or leave us a, a, a five-star rating or a review on any of your favorite podcast apps that Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you can listen to a podcast, that's where you can find us. Um, also, make sure that you go follow Kiwi everywhere. Kiwi, tell them where they can follow you. Oh my God, you can you can follow me down the street. You can follow me down an alleyway. Just don't follow me home. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All over your new home of Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> my new home of Erie, Pennsylvania. I don't uh, think no, you should you can... invite people to follow you down alleyways. Just <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is this is an ill-advised outro. <laughs> See, I'm not a, I'm make, not an expert, I but I weird. think you should not do that. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you can follow me on on uh, twitch.tv slash kiwikadota. That's where I do live streams on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays from 6 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We like to play lots of uh, RPGs and, and uh, story games. We also do sometimes some strategy card games, like I was playing across the obelisk today earlier. Um, and then you can also follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok. I've gone viral over there a few times with some, some kind of above average funny things. Uh, and yeah, I also have a YouTube and I, I post my, uh, if you missed the live streams on Twitch, I post highlights for what I've been doing in my Let's Plays. I'm currently posting Resident Evil 3. So if you like that type of stuff, you know, go, go follow. If not, please don't follow me home. I was just kidding. Don't, don't do that. I, please, I'd cry. I really wouldn't do anything. I would just cry. So, you know. Definitely you don't knock at her door with a people. Oh yeah. Don't no, do that. That's not allowed. <laughs> please don't do that. She won't come do it. We I won't that. come. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll put those links in the in the show notes for you to follow uh, Kiwi wherever you wish, except for you know the place she doesn't want you to follow. Exactly. And then otherwise, um, tell your friends, your family, your grandma's pastor, tell everybody about this podcast. It, uh, it really helps us out. And tell everybody about Kiwi too. Uh, Kiwi will tell everybody about us, and we're all big, one you know big giant happy family. And with that, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Kiwi, for showing up this week. My name's Dud. My name's Chris. My name's Obert. And I'm Kiwi, and if you're drinking alone, make sure you do it in the middle of Erie, Pennsylvania, your new home with, with stranger friends you've, you've met on the internet that sometimes follow you possibly home. Drink, 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 drink with friends. Don't, don't tell people when we follow you home. That's, that's not a good look for us either. <laughs> Kiwi, I'm going to need you to stay in well-lit areas yes. for, the yeah. rest of your, for the rest of your visit in, in Erie, Pennsylvania. I'm worried. I'm going to have to send you like a headlamp, and you can just wear it around everywhere you go. There's at least three things I think I could solidly say I regret already saying on this podcast today. <laughs> she already, she even roofied herself like an hour before the podcast started. Oh, yeah. God. Well, it's, it's probably the Benadryl talking. Benadryl and alcohol, <laughs> probably not going well together. When I, when I was when I was reading that, that, that thread, I was like, this is, I'm pretty sure it says distinctly on a Benadryl packet. Please take the alcohol. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what it yeah, says. Yeah, it's, it's actually exactly a requirement. Yeah. I'm going to sleep so well tonight. <laughs>